Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the All by the Popcorn podcast. I'm Alessandra. And I'm Emily. And today we are talking about the uh, much-awaited conversation between Emily and I. Um, Uncut Gems. Yes! (laughs) This movie. Oh Oh, my god! It's so polarizing. (laughs) With how many movies that that we've been just like stacking up and waiting to talk about, I'm been the most excited to talk about this i agree i i swear like i don't know what it is about this movie but it's fucking awesome it's brilliant it's hard to watch it's everything you want (laughs) it was so stressful and and my and even though the movie was fantastic my theater experience was of course less than less than desired yeah yes with uh, with with how full my theater was, it was so full, and and I and I believe I watched it like a week after it was released. Yeah, which normally normally it's better, but yeah, our theater was so full. People kept standing in the exit, being creepy, trying to like sneak in and get seats because our theater was so full, and it didn't help that this movie was so stressful to begin with. <laughs> so I was just I was just a stress ball. I bet my heart rate was like over a hundred the entire time. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I checked my heart rate, and uh, it was definitely elevated during this entire movie. And even the guy next to me was was super stressed out. Like there was there was this whole like <laughs> issue with our seats when we came in. These these two guys, I guess, were trying to get seats together, but there were only two free seats like around me and my coworker. So they kind of like were sitting apart. So when we came and sat down, they were sitting in our seats because we were late. But the, the but the seats were open right next to them, so we just sat down. But then we took other people's seats. Right, that's so what we, happened. So so when they so when they came, they're like, "You're in our seats." And then we looked over at the two guys, and we we're like, "You guys are in our seats." Yeah. And so they're like, "Okay, but could we like do a switcheroo?" Because we tried to sit next to each other, and and we're like, "Okay, that's fine." So like we switched around, we got our seats together. But then the guy next to me, like I was <laughs> sitting next to him, he was getting so stressed out <laughs> through this movie. He like. He, he like would look he would look to turn over to his friend and he'd be like dude like is this movie almost over I can't I can't take this I can't like, even I'm, handle this anymore like I can't handle this it's I so stressful and, and it was it was very long like I mean it I was. guess it, it was, was long it was two hours and 15 minutes um and we have like that kind of beginning part where he puts money like he bets on um like after he gives the jewel to Kevin Garnett the first time, uh, he we have him watching the game on his phone and in his house, um, hoping that he'll win money on Kevin Garnett. But uh, it's kind of mirrored in the second half of the movie, like in the end, like the last half an hour, uh, where he puts you know the two hundred fifty thousand dollars on Kevin Garnett, 
and uh it's like even like at the casino you know like that was yes it it like the most stressful (laughs) i like that like i swear I thought like I was gonna tear my flesh off of my face. Like it was, it was just like so intense, and the whole the whole time is really intense because everything that this man does, like, is just reckless and completely, like, it's ridiculous and hilarious at the same time. You know? Yeah, it's like uh, Adam Sandler's character Howard. He's just he's so. He's just so squirrely and like and like sneaky and like a snake that he just feels like he's untouchable and that he has like a good enough um relationship with with all these people that he could just do whatever he wants and that it'll all work out in the end for him like he's very he's so like focused and single minded like the whole time like thinking about like the next thing yeah and it's just it's just so like minuscule like like this whole time that we're dealing with is like what a span of a couple days yeah it's like like a weekend it's like very small amount of time yeah and there's just so much happening because like he gets he yeah he gets this jewel which which might i i'm gonna add like i loved how this movie started oh my god like yeah how it was just like circling through the gem and then, like, looking up into the universe, <laughs> yes, and then, like, yes. and then, like, snaking around his like colon because he was getting, yeah, because like, a... he was getting a colon colonoscopy, and it was yeah, like he's a colonoscopy. I know. And just the music was like so eighties, like nineties, so like really like yes. zony music. Um, so it like puts you in that place, but it does start off being like really hectic, like obviously with like the the black the Jews, miners. like with the yeah the miners and it's and, just and one of them like breaking their leg and yeah. then just like oh and it's... then finding the gem that he then buys like it's so crazy yeah it's it's a lot so we we have his like jewel shop which is just a scary place where the door doesn't work and uh, the girl like his girlfriend is amazing um julia fox she was oh, yeah. she was awesome. She she was really good. I yeah. love I loved her and Howard's like dynamic. They just like you <laughs> you can it's weird. Like like you could tell she she like cared about him but then was also using him. Like it was just totally. very weird. Totally. Like it was just She's so was, young compared to him too. Yes. It's like what the fuck is this like 23-year-old doing with this like 50 plus year old man? You know. Yeah. At, and the fact that you're, like, dropped in the middle of this, like, you're just kind of, like, dropped down in this person's life and just expected to, to catch up on what's happening, which yeah. is just everything at once. Like, yeah. his family life, his work life, his uh-huh. social life, like, his everything. And all and the all the people who in. want things from him. So it's like he's got all these number of... Well, I, I really enjoy this IMDb um, uh, little bio, like, uh, um, description. It, it's amazing. Can I read it? Yeah, go ahead. A charismatic New York City jeweler, always on the lookout for the next big score, makes a series of high-stakes bets that could lead to the windfall of a lifetime. Howard must perform a precarious, high-wire act, balancing business, family, and encroaching adversaries on all sides in his relentless pursuit of the ultimate win. <laughs> That's Which it. Just, that's just a perfect ending, because because it goes like, this is how I win. Yeah. Like, it's... Uh. 
it's you know and so i was i so i was reading a lot of like i every time i see an advertisement for this i have been looking um at the comments on facebook and people have the most adverse reactions to this movie like they're like this was the worst thing i've ever seen i got up like 30 minutes into this movie or like you know people are like so many people left my theater uh in the middle of this movie um i mean i wonder if that's just because of how intense it was and people yeah. just couldn't take it because totally like, totally I, like i thought i was gonna die like right here <laughs> in the theater. i was i was so stressed out <laughs> like you would this movie so... would give you a heart attack like that's the kind of movie that this is like this is like a stressful scenario every moment is stressful like every person who he's talking to even his kids you're like yes no 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 like when he tries to talk to his daughter and he's like how you doing do you need anything she's like it's fine and i'm like god damn just talk to your dad yeah when she's just like on the phone and he's like hey can i can i talk to you and and it's just he's like i'm going out tonight and she's like oh great like my my lame dad's going out like it's but yeah, every yeah. decision he makes, I'm just like, why? <laughs> mm. Mm. And he's always, oh, so it's also like brilliant because he's like on his phone a lot, which, yeah. you know, you would think would not make a very good movie, but it's mostly just Adam Sandler, like projecting like everything. So he is always on the phone. He's the main character. He's the one that you're following. So like even if you can't even hear who's talking on the other side, you're interested in what he has to say and how he's furthering the story and how he can do, you know, so many phone calls. <laughs> yeah, so many phone calls, so many people just like yelling at him from across the street like or just or just through through glass like like they're in a yeah. building and he's like somewhere else and they're just just constantly constant communication and just people talking over each other which i mm-hmm. which i feel like is is uh i like i'm seeing a lot like it kind of happened in we'll talk about this movie later but i it felt like it happened a lot in little women too oh yeah but it's that's just how like, she wanted just, it to be yeah it's yeah. just very realistic and conversation uh-huh. and much like a conversation i mean if there are a lot of people in a room that need to get their point across or need to get their opinions out they're yeah. gonna talk over each other and that's just how it is like it's very realistic yeah so like, I really enjoyed that, and even though it was tough to kind of, like, hear everyone, that's just, that's just how it is, and you just need, you just need to try, you <laughs> try and grasp what's happening in this fucking scene. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know, it's like, you're watching, and you're like, okay, what's the point? Who, who's, who's the, like, most important thing? Like, what's, you know, and it's always going back to Howard. It's always like, okay, what is always, Howard yeah. saying? What is, how is Howard reacting to this? And, you know, he's got, like, a million people around him. How is he the conduit for us to, to get this story through? And, and, like, you don't really understand what he's doing all the time. You're like, okay, what is he talking about? Like, oh, he's making a bet. Oh, okay. Like, you know, it takes a moment to, like, understand what is going on. You know, like, he's trying to sell his yeah. his piece. You know, he's trying to sell the jewel. Like, uh, he goes to auction, and he's not happy with, with how much it's going to make. And, like... You know, you, you kind of could see that coming that, like, obviously they're going to undersell this thing. Um, and then also the fact that that guy, he, uh, he, like, gets the the jewel, like, he Kevin Garnett, like, bids for it up to a certain point, but he has that other guy right. bid for it. And, like, that yeah. was just so horrible. Like, I, I just, oh, it made me so angry. 
And I was like horrible to do. Like he didn't, I mean, Kevin Garnett had a limit that he was going to take, that he was going to spend on this gem. And, and he was just really trying to, he was really trying to get more for it. It was, oh my gosh. But he like, so the whole movie is basically like he borrows from one person to give money to another, to borrow from somebody else, to make a bet, to borrow from somebody else. So then he owes people like he, in the beginning, he took Kevin Garnett's ring as collateral to give back the the jewel, and then of course Kevin Garnett doesn't give back the jewel for like two days, so then he can't get the ring back. So then he, it's like it's a mess. Yeah, because he like he like places these like side hustles with other jewelry stores, and he's just like, oh, I got I got his like Celtics ring, and but only for like a few days, and they're like, okay, well, can we get you some money for this for now? Like he, it's basically like a collateral, like a loan. You know, yeah, and then like he has loan. to give it back, and it's just, it's just so yeah, weird. With, with interest, like he has to come back and yes. buy it with interest. Like it's just, uh, it's insane. And then, yeah. yeah, these gaming bets and all this gaming like bet jargon was just insane. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> He's like, I'm like, are you? A, is, it, is this legal? Like, are you able? It's to not. Do this? It's not legal at all. The oh only one that gosh. was legal is the one at the uh, the uh, the casino. Um, oh, doing it through the casino? Yeah, because they had the actual station where you could put in the bet. But, like, how would you, like, why would you do that? Like, how do you know what's going to happen? And then You don't. It's, it's, a, <laughs> it's a gamble. Like, why would you risk that? I don't know, Emily. He, he lives for the, like, that's the point of his character. He lives for the rush. And, like, he doesn't know what more to do with his life other than keep betting on it every single day, every single moment. You know, he bets on his life constantly. It's, right. it's a crazy since, character. And since he told Kevin Garnett, like, what he was betting on, like, did Kevin Garnett, like, help him, like, win the win at the end? Like, I mean, win all that money? Kind of. He, he told Kevin the bet. He told him what he was going to bet on. Yeah. Yeah, he did. And, like, he, uh, Kevin, like, just was going to play the game that he was going to play, but yeah, it kind of is, is one of those things that, like, I mean, by the time he had gotten to Kevin buying this thing, you thought, okay, it's almost done, right? Because he's going to get the money from Kevin, which he does. He'll pay. And he'll then he'll pay, pay his, his, his brother, cousin, his brother-in-law or whatever. Him, yeah. I think it's like his brother-in-law. And then Probably. he'll pay him and then his thugs will go away and then it will be okay, right? But no, he's sitting there and he gets it in his, in his head like... Oh, I'm gonna like even though he's already been beat up, he's like I'm gonna bet all this money on Kevin Garnett, and it's just like that's not gonna work, even though it does work. But then it kills him in the end. It's like insane. Yeah, and and it almost seems like it almost seems like those thugs like weren't working for his brother-in-law because they uh, because no they, shot they him, yeah right? like they shot the brother-in-law too because like. They were, were they, just fed were, were up. They just they, working for like a loan shark or something. No, like, I, I think know. they were working for themselves. They just didn't want. They they were like, this is fucked up. We had to deal with this guy for a few days, and they could. They were clearly uh, not going to wait anymore. They were just pissed. You know, like that one guy was so angry that they got locked up in that thing for three hours or whatever. And yeah, or who knows how long. <laughs> for the whole entire game and it's just like I get why he did like it was just pure rage you know but 
still, like, this movie was so much. And it was just everyone, everyone in my theater was so tense by the end of it that when that, when that first gunshot went off, everyone was just like, <gasps> like I know, like, I, everyone I, in the theater. Even me, I was like, I was like, ah! I know, oh it God. scared me. I, like, I put my hand over I my, I was jumped. like, ah! Like, I literally, yeah, yes, I totally, yes. like, I yelped and it, and you like, oh, it's just so much. And like his his girlfriends like got all the money in the car, and you're like, oh, he dead, girl. Like it just. <laughs> it also was really funny because his relate like there was a lot of very very funny parts in this movie. Um, like when he was in the closet and he was sexting uh, his girlfriend, and. Yeah. <laughs> and and when his girlfriend was like um kind of hooking up with the weekend and he like yes. started yelling at her and then <laughs> they had to go outside and they're having that massive fight and yes. e- everything that they say to each other just like does not make any sense they're just like screaming at each other uh and then she get she like there's one point where he starts to cry cuz he didn't get the money from Kevin Garnett and He's in his office, and then she comes over, and she, he's crying, and he's so sad. And then she comes over, and he's she's like, you know, it's been really hard for me too, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, I got something for you. And then she like turns around, and she has Howie like tattooed on her butt. <laughs> yes. Like, oh my gosh. And he's like, Why would you do that? Why would you? Do- she's like, because I love you. <laughs> oh God. Those two were so messed up. Uh, well, <laughs> oh, I also, man. I really loved um, Odina Menzel, too. I was really excited that she, she oh, was in queen. it. And, uh, when she had to get him uh, out of the car, when he was, like, naked in the trunk of the car. Yes. And, and she, like, went out there, and she was like, are you serious right now? <laughs> like, Yeah. And... And when he was calling her and being like, get the kids out, like, get the kids somewhere safe, like, yeah. don't, like, then she's like, I don't know, I found him naked in a car, like, he's he's going crazy, I'm gonna call the cops. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just... Which makes sense, I mean, he has so many people after him, like, this is not, like, a stable household, or, no. like, a stable marriage, and just terrible, no. terrible. They're also, like, trying to wait to tell the kids that they're broken up, so they can't, like, talk around the kids like they're divorcing, like they're oh, like yeah. we'll just wait till after Passover, <laughs> and then and, just... and she, she was like, next thing you're gonna say you're gonna wait till summer. He's like, I could wait till summer. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I don't really need to wait. Like, he just is so ridiculous. Um, like they were in the kitchen at one point, and the daughter's like takes out the cake to eat, and and like she looks over, and then Adina like smiles like nothing's wrong and walks away. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely thought that that we were gonna I guess maybe okay my my thoughts on on his acting was like it wasn't it didn't it didn't feel like it was much different than from kind of how he acts in his other movies but like but like in a good way like it was like he was still he was still very like loud and annoying and just like very in your face yeah and and that's kind of, and that's like definitely how he is in his other films. But like they made it, I feel like they kind of, they like took his kind of normal acting style, but like made it, but like made it, like it worked for this film. Like it works for the well. character for sure. Yeah, and I had heard. I think my coworker said that um, 
that the directors were were trying to get Adam mm-hmm. to play this role mm-hmm. for like for like a long time. Like yeah. they only wanted him. Yeah. Like he was gonna he was gonna be the one. <laughs> yeah. I mean that makes so much sense. Like this role was totally written for him. Definitely. Yeah. And uh and yeah, that that's mostly the point I wanted to make because I was I was surprised by the end of it. Like, oh okay, he didn't really like this didn't feel all that serious. Like it was still very comedic. He had very great like comedic timing. Mm-hmm. He he still seemed like very very much Adam Sandler and but just but just kind of like not like turned on its head or like you know like turned into something else like it was just it was just very well like strategically played yeah I it was extremely like it's it's a really good character, and I think, like, it wouldn't have been the same with anybody else because of the fact that uh, how Adam Sandler is. Like, he's just kind of, yeah, like, he's got that big Jew energy, you know? I don't know how else to describe it. He's, like, so intense, and it works so well. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, like, perfect. It's so awesome. Like, these these writers are, are really cool, you know? Um, they, they made this other movie that I, I just didn't get a chance to watch before we talked about this movie, but it's called, um, Good Time, and it came out a couple years ago, and it had, uh, Robert Pattinson in it, and apparently this is a similar, um, kind of vibe, but it's, like, really fast-paced and quick, so that's what I think, um, like, that's, I think it's, like, built on that previous film. Um, okay. Okay. And I, the Safdie brothers directed it, and I just, I really would love to watch, watch it, because I love Robert Pattinson. You do too, so, um, yeah. Yeah, that'd be great to watch. I definitely have a newfound, uh, respect for Robert, um, and, uh, um, and that sounds awesome. I mean, if, and it'd be really interesting to see, like, what other types of films the, uh, the Safdie brothers, uh, will like direct like the type like if they're kind of similar if they're like very different or you know anything like that mm-hmm. yeah I mean definitely it's like they're really ones to watch because like I remember Good Time was just nominated for like Indie, Indie Spirit Awards and that's it like okay. um, it wasn't uh, anything more than that um, I have a little story that I saw uh, that Daniel Day-Lewis gave Adam Sandler some praise uh, it's this Esquire article that says, Daniel Day-Lewis called Adam Sandler to congratulate him on his Uncut Gems performance. Um, Aww. And uh, it's apparently Adam Sandler was on the Bill Simmons podcast with Kevin Garnett, who's awesome in this movie, too. Um, you know, because Kevin yeah, Garnett's just a, he- a real you know, player. He's just a so, basketball player, right? Yeah, yeah, he's a basketball player. And, and I uh, didn't think his role would be as big as it was. And me he neither. Did, he did phenomenal. He did I, phenomenal. I know. It, you gotta, you gotta hand it to the, to the directors. I mean, to get this kind of performances out of their actors, like, totally. And also, of course, um, Lake at Stanfield, who is, is great in everything. Um, could not be more different in this movie than he was in Knives Out, but, uh, He's so oh, awesome. Yeah, most definitely. I love him. He's <laughs> so different. He's a, yeah. Um, 
I love Lakin Stanfield though. I'm I'm just glad that he's in in so many things. You know, he's a great actor. Yeah. It it's very sweet. Um, but yeah. okay, so also he said, uh, Sandler told an incredible story. Apparently, he was at a Macy's shopping for basketball gear when he got a call from none other than Daniel Day Lewis. Um, and the the quote is, "I'm getting my sneakers," and then I looked down at my phone, and it's Daniel Day Lewis. He starts talking about grabbing the seat in front of him. I couldn't let go of the seat in front of me. And just saying how much he dug the movie and Kevin Garnett and everybody, and it was the best call ever. Aw, Daniel! <laughs> oh, that's so awesome. That's so sweet. Oh man, praise from Daniel. That that must that must be amazing. That yeah. Must, oh, oh man, that must have been a fantastic call. Fantastic <laughs> moment. Yeah. So damn. So so cool. Um, so, do we do we have anything else to talk about for this movie? Uh, obvious ones: great editing, great production design, um, great pacing, uh, just great screenplay. Uh, do we think that Adam Sandler is going to get nominated for Best Actor? I think so, and I definitely hope so. It. If if there's any movie that really shows his acting talents, I I would have to say it's this movie. Yeah, um, totally. He's come a long way from Punch Drunk Love, which is the Paul Thomas Anderson movie from the early two thousands, where he's pretty serious in that movie. Um, and I think like this, I, I I really like to see actors, comedic actors, like generally comedic actors, playing more dramatic roles but then again he's played a lot of dramatic roles so it's not just like you know stupid funny things that he makes right that's true and even and like and even for this one this doesn't really seem like you know that serious of a role because you know even when even when adam was like crying he his crying like wasn't that good like it was just kind of very like yeah, you know, noisy and just kind of <laughs> so like annoying. And he was just kind of like like scrunching his eyes up as tight as they could go. Like it just was, it just it didn't seem very real or like believable. But it was still very like it was still felt very Howard. Like it would just be yeah, like just like that's a those are all character choices, and that's that's where I feel like his strengths are in this movie is that the choices that he made for this guy are amazing like he somehow made this guy who's just kind of trash become somebody who's kind of like you're sympathetic for him like you want him to succeed even though he's insane not not really i didn't i did not want i was like i was like i was like this man is horrible he i do not care if he succeeds or not okay i don't think he deserved to die but i mean but, he but, was playing with fire. But I was like, dude, you're playing with so much fire. Like, you, t- you whatever happens to you, t- oh man, it's gonna happen to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying you deserve it, I'm just saying I know, it's coming. I know, It's, it's <laughs> like, yeah. Because it's, he it, just, he, I don't think this, this character, like, could take anyone seriously. Like, he wasn't taking life seriously. He was just like, yeah. like what's, what's, what's the next what's the next crazy, like, crazy-ass shit thing that I could do? Like, I'm gonna do it. Like, like, there was just no, like, there was no serious bone in this man's body. Totally. Like, oh, man. 
Okay, well, I'm okay. going to read the plot keywords. Plot keywords. They are New York City, jeweler, Jewish, mistress, extramarital affair. <laughs> that's that's the movie. There's some, some great ones. They basketball put, really like, should be like yeah, basketball. I yeah. mean that that's this movie's got a big basketball element. <laughs> yeah, I it's mean, not even like on the top ten. It's like all the way down. It's like yeah, watching basketball on TV. Yeah, there's watching TV. There's basketball. basketball. Yeah. There's money, bet. Gem. Infidelity. Yeah. Adultery. Can we have any other words for that? Uh, Are there any more just like scam? Just yeah. Unfaithfulness? Like, like what, what more horrible words can we just like throw on here? Shot in the eye. <laughs> Shot in the eye. Poor oh Howard. My. Gosh, what other movies have shot in the eye? Ugh. John Wick 3? <laughs> the Godfather Revenant? Okay, okay. Wow, alright. Quite a few. Yeah. Quite a few. Alright, let's go back. Let's go back to this. Um, Let's move on to the Metascore. All let's green. See. Every All single one wow. is green. We never see that. Wow. Okay, just just because I'm curious, I'm gonna actually go to Metacritic.com because you know we only see like a little, like a little snapshot of some of them here. But I'm gonna see if there is any lower than like an 80. Totally. I mean, there has to be because it got it. It's it's down to an 89. I mean, so it's gotta be. There's gotta be some that are low. Oh. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. Some people did give it some very low scores. Uh-huh. Oh, no. But that's... Oh, wait. Those are user scores. Let's see. Oh, that's right. Those Sl- are users. Slate Oops. gave it a 40. That's right. Okay. So that one's, that one's pretty low. Let's see. See, the, the user scores are like... Like, people are like, I swear to God, like, it is such a polarizing movie. Like, people are like, this is a useless, horrible movie. And then others are like, this is one of the best movies I've ever seen. And it's like, I completely understand why it is not your cup of tea, but that does not mean it's a bad movie. Like, you really got to think about what you're saying here, (laughs) you know? Yeah, like, like, personally, I would probably not watch this movie ever again, but... That doesn't mean it wasn't fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So, like, out of this uh, 50 critics on, like, the critic reviews, 48 are, are positive and two are mixed, which means they're yellow. Like, yeah. literally, 48 out of 50 critics loved this movie. I mean, that is, that's crazy. <laughs> Let's see. So... Yeah, let's see what Slate had to say. Um, so Slate gave it a 40, as you said. There's something to admire in the pedal-to-the-metal commitment of their project, and certainly Uncut Gems is a product of an uncompromising vision, but I found the result to be claustrophobic and finally dull, with scene after scene that hammers home the same point we understood from the very beginning, that Howard is a lost soul, fated to run both his business and personal life into the ground. <laughs> oh, man. Uh. I mean... T- yeah, that's the story, but that doesn't mean that doesn't mean it wasn't it wasn't well done. I, mean, I know how, how it is you, very well done. 
I mean, how else can you can you like tell a story like this? I mean, I don't think it was dull at all. Like no. I was on I was on my toes, like seriously on the edge of my seat, like couldn't blink. Yeah, I was just terrified the whole time. Like, I mean, I'm not saying I want to be like that watching a movie, but it's it it definitely it definitely like brought something out. Like, and I was feeling something, and I was really getting into the story, and like so that that's got to count for something. I'm going to read this Time Magazine 70 review on here because I like it. Then I'll go back to the okay. IMDb. Um, Sandler has perfected the art of talk smiling through his teeth, barely moving his lips, and it's perfect for Howard. <laughs> He's a guy who's always hustling because to stop would be a kind of death. He shows you what he's feeling by trying to hide what he's feeling. He's extreme, but he's also for real. And he is the shtick you keep buying when you're it, when the movie around him tempts you with cheaper, shinier stuff. Wow, that's a good review wow. right there. Wow. Yeah, that was that was great. Yeah, I lo- really I loved great. it. Yeah. So, any from the uh, the normal IMDb review page, we got we got some good ones on here too. Yeah, let's see. Um, uh, hmm. Let's see. The Los Angeles Times gave it a 90. That's the one uh, I like, too. <laughs> you were going to read that? Yeah, I like it. Uh, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna no, read, read it. One. Read um, it. No, read yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am. Uh, directed, <laughs> directed with... <laughs> Directed with Relentless Tension and Diamond Heart Intelligence by Josh and Benny Safdie, who earlier this month won directing honors from the New York Film New York Film Critics Circle, Uncut Gems is a thriller and a character study, a tragedy, and a blast. <laughs> totally. Yeah. If anything, yeah, this was, this I felt was a better character study than, like, Joker was. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tans down. Oh, yeah. Oh, my and God. Hey, and hey, this movie was about was about a rando, just like Joker could have been. It could have been about any random person. I totally agree with you. Like that's this is be- like yeah, like I yeah, it, it's a it's a good character study for sure. Um, yeah. so should I I read the the one hundred by IndieWire? Sure. If Uncut Gems leaves people rattled, disoriented, grasping for clarity in the chaos of one's man's hectic routine, that all speaks to the sheer precision of a visionary achievement in full control. Man, and that's not even the only 100. There's like five, like five or six 100s over on the Metacritic website. Or yeah, more. There's, there's more. There's like, there's, there's like, like 10 100s. <laughs> I, there, let me count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, what? 13. There's 13 100s. 13 100s. My gosh. I know. It's it's awesome. It's Oh, wow. One, a screen Crush says it was a pointed critique of the American dream. Um, yes. Arrhythmia inducing. A delusion feeds addiction. Addi- addiction feeds delusion. Um, it's great. It's... It's a great movie. I literally was not expecting to enjoy this movie as much as I did. And I didn't even plan on seeing this movie. Um, What? I know. I was like not. And then you were like, I'm going to go see this movie. And I was like, fine, I'll go see it. And then I was like, wow. I 
I knew from the beginning that I was going to see it just because I loved the trailer. Every time it would come on, yeah, I was like, it's a oh, good trailer. Just, just looks, it just looks better and better every time. And I just it loved, did. I just yeah. loved the thought of, of, of Adam Sandler being in it and seeing mm-hmm. like how he, how he took this character, but it was also nothing like I even expected it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Like I did not expect to feel this way through 110% of the movie and, and just, and just feel this way just thinking back on it. Like, I it's know. Just, it was, it's, it's, it was nothing I expected. I no. know. I know. This year has brought us some really excellent films, and this is definitely one of them. So I really hope that it gets nominated for at least Best Actor. Um, to ignore it would be a travesty. So <sighs> that's Uncut Gems, Go everybody. There. Go out there. Support A24. Yes. We both have A24 shirts amazing. now. Oh, man. I, yeah, I love them. I know, I know. And you should wear your A24 shirt around because I try to wear mine that I embroidered around and I embroidered Emily one that's kind of uh, moonlight themed. Yes. I would, I would, if if you ever, if you ever have time to make me another one, I would love one that looks like the Uncut Gems one. (laughs) (laughs) What would I put on there? You just like make it all speckly with all with all the designs like an opal. Oh, an opal! Yeah, that would yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be yeah. great. Yeah, it's like an opal. Um, <laughs> that would be awesome. But yeah, fantastic. Go see it. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh, amazing. Okay, uh, that was Uncut Gems. We hope you enjoyed this this episode. Uh, if you have any thoughts or uh, you know critiques or just any comments at all, please leave a comment. You can leave a comment on Facebook. Just search All By The Popcorn Podcast and like our page. Um, if you need notifications on future episodes coming out, you can follow our social media. We've got Twitter, at By The Popcorn, and Instagram, at All By The Popcorn Podcast. Uh, please rate and review our little show we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really helps people find us, and uh, you can do that on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. We would really appreciate it. And if you have any suggestions for future episodes or just have anything that you want to send us, like, say hi. We would love to hear from you. Yes. Uh, you can email us at allbythepopcorn at gmail.com or allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com. And we have merch. We do, so which I, we share on our social media. And I will also share the pictures of my embroidered shirts that I made because I'm proud of them. <laughs> They're fantastic. I will also be tweeting them. They're beautiful. Okay. Thanks for listening, everybody. Talk to you all next time. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.